The information provided in this episode is provided for general informational purposes only and may not reflect the current law in your state or country. By watching and listening to our episode, you understand that no information contained in this episode should be construed as legal advice and no attorney-client relationship between you, the host, or guest. You are advised to seek legal counsel concerning your legal question or concern from a lawyer licensed in your state, country, or appropriate licensing jurisdiction. Hello to everyone from Roof Chamber Radio. I'm encouraging all of you to stay here, stay in this chamber. You want to be inspired, you want to be encouraged. This is where it's at. And we're all going to need this, especially, you know, in this new year that we're in. We don't know what's up for tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen next week or next month. But I believe that when you gather with people who believe in the power the faithfulness and the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. There is power in that in itself. So stay here. Stay in the roof chamber radio. Be inspired. Be encouraged. And let's all go through life, not on our own, and more than just with each other, but let's speak the faith. Let's share the faith. Let's live by faith and let's walk by faith. God bless you all. Everyone from Roof Chamber Radio. Good evening, USA. Hello, Texas, and good morning, Philippines. I know it's 10 a.m. in the Philippines right now. And of course, in Australia, good afternoon. I mean, oh, you're probably already eating your lunch right now. And in Canada, it's good evening for sure. And of course, hello to all our uh, viewers and listeners, all the Filipinos around the world, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, welcome. Dito sa usapang after record. I am your host, Eileen Ligatizan. I'm an attorney licensed here in the state of Texas and in the Philippines, and I am the managing partner of Ligatizan Law Firm based here in Houston, Texas. Mapapanood at mapapakinggan nyo kami dito sa Usapang After Record every Friday 9pm Central Time, that will be 10am in the Philippines, Saturday morning na. And we are, of course, live stream uh, via Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy. Uh, Facebook page and YouTube channel and kaya naman you like and follow us so you will be notified of our upcoming live shows and kami rin ay mapapakinggan via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Listen Notes. Kaya if you're joining us on the live show right now, magparamdam na, post your comments uh, or questions or even shout outs to your friends and families all over the world that ay mapapanood all over the world. Basta meron kayong internet and you have Facebook account and YouTube account, you'll be able to um, uh, join us today. It's a live show. Wow. So um, last time. I was actually, I did my uh, uh, live show saan pa? Sa, sa San Antonio because I was in San Antonio that time. And if you joined me last time or you were able to watch the uh, previous episode, uh, we feature there uh, some of the Filipino Americans who are actually successful uh, immigrants here in the United States. Um, the guests there are coming from different uh, states 
and also different cities uh, within Texas. And the best part of that, actually, is the uh, memorandum of agreement. No, it's not agreement. It's memorandum of uh, understanding between the uh, city of San Antonio and city of Baguio. So they signed a friendship um, memorandum of understanding. That is very nice. Baguio is very close to my heart. Uh, it's like my second uh, home. Because, uh, you know, I'm from Pangasinan, right? So, well, actually, I don't even know what to say. Whenever they ask me, uh, Sanka Satin sa Pilipinas attorney. My mom is from Bicol. My dad is from Pangasinan. I was born in Manila, but I studied in Baguio. So, you know, tell me, ano pang sasabihin ko, right? So that's why I said Baguio is my second home. I'm very, very happy oh, sa nangyaring ano, um, uh, understanding na yun between the city of Baguio and uh, San Antonio. But anyway, our topic for today is very interesting, and I feel like this is going to be very um, useful to a lot of us. Kasi lahat tayo, sa totoo lang, lahat tayo, we have a business, uh, what do you call this, um, blood. You know, hindi nyo lang alam na business-minded pala tayo lahat in so many ways. And so that's why I want to let you know our topic for today is business. As a matter of fact, it's business to business and a little bit about immigration. And I'm so excited na uh, introduce sa inyo ang makakasama natin ngayong gabi. Um, he came from Olongapo City, Philippines, of course, and he has lived in uh, Houston, Texas. Um, since 1999, uh, and he has worked in the financial industry for almost 17 years. So, talagang expert, di ba? Sa kanyang craft. He, his bicultural background and, uh, and focus um, actually on community um, collaboration and engagement. And he has several board uh, leadership roles then, including chairman of the Board of the Alliance, um, helping our immigrants and refugees become uh, self-efficient, which is very important. He is also uh, the current president of Asian American Heritage Association, or otherwise known as APAHA here. And he, is a, uh, well, he was past president of Houston Royal Oaks Clients uh, Club. Marami tayong mga kaibigan dyan. Also, Philippine American Chamber of Commerce, Texas, and past co-chair of the Mayor's Advisory for the New Americans. Yeah, this is really a very good position. And buti meron tayo dito sa user. I'm not sure it's, uh, in some other cities if they do have that uh, position or opportunities. No? Um, and our guests, of course, also help organize several programs and projects like the annual Back to School Health Fair and Business Expo for the past 15 years. Uh, also adopt a mom, adopt a family Christmas program for 14 years. Uh, also Alif Health Fair Mission and Vision Hope for Lions Club, Calamity and Relief Efforts for Disaster and Impacted Community, both local and international, to name a few. To name a few lang yun, ah. Um, he is the recipient of the Asian Chamber of Commerce Community Ambassador Award, Fresh Spirit Wellness Legacy and uh, Unsung Hero Award, Lions Club, Jack, uh, I don't know how to, if I'm going to pronounce this right, Wake or Wake, just correct me later on, <laughs> Fellow Award, and Texas Association of Realtors Community Hero Neighborhood Award. Wow, daming awards. He's a multi-awardee. 
And most recently, he received an all, and he was awarded the Texans Quarterback Community Award presented by the Houston Texans Foundation, BHP, and United Way at the NRG Stadium, which is kapit by lang natin dito yan, ang NRG. So our guest, as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur by heart, he founded uh, Adriatico and Associates Brokerage and Services, which is a commercial and residential real estate brokerage and development firm that also offers insurance, property management, and business consulting. Um, and, nako, mahaba ito, hindi. Napaka-interesting ng kanyang buhay. Kasi, you know, he also expanded into media and entertainment by starting a production uh, firm called Adriatico Production. And uh, I had the opportunity not to uh, actually uh, be invited by him sa kanyang uh, premiere night ng isa sa kanyang mga movies, no? Uh, also, our guest became a regular TV host and co-producer of the Telly Award-winning show called Chit Chat Houston, which made history as the first Filipino-Asian-American TV show produced and hosted by Filipino-Americans on an American channel. And soon to launch another talk show called Ah Bagito TikTok tackling real stories, real estate, and real people. Excited, yeah, I'm excited to know more about that. Maybe we can ask him, uh, you know, questions about this later on. Now, he also co-produced a multi-award-winning uh, short films called Black Rainbow. Nanapanood ko rin, and naiyak nga ako dun sa nayon sa short film nayon. And currently, uh, he's working on a U.S. release of a full-length movie called Father and Bride. I was invited to watch the premiere night of this one, so I'm excited. So, actually, this Father and Bride was, uh, of course, he can tell you more about it, but let me tell you a little bit about that. He, uh, this movie was, uh, I mean, has inspired the creation of the script and storyline, including writing the lyrics of its movie theme song entitled Tayong Dalawa, which he also recorded. So our guest also is a singer. So he recorded it and sent to be released on all music streaming platforms. Talagang he is very versatile. And of course, gusto na nating makilala, sino pa ba? Si Nelvin Adriatico. Welcome Nelvin to Usapang Off the Record. Magandang gabi mga kababayan, kapamilya, kapuso, kaibigan, kazumba. At lahat ng mga kaasa buong mundo. Magandang hapon, magandang umaga, magandang gabi. Right? Is that the yes. recovery, right? Oh, makalimutan madaling araw. Oh, madaling. <laughs> <laughs> Kung may nanonood sa atin na madaling araw. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm so thankful and grateful that you had, you know, you you found time to to join us here sa live show sa Usapang Off the Record despite your very, very busy schedule. She, he is really very busy. I mean, I can tell you. <laughs> Basta ako, nanginginig pa. Jump and I'll ask how high. Wow, that is very intriguing. <laughs> well, you know, Nelvin, um, yun nga, nabanggit ko sa introduction ko, ano? I hope that I pronounce everything right. Um, <laughs> oo nga, sabi ko short lang eh, pero really... Uh, mahirap 
mahirap talaga ialisin ng iba doon because they're all very important and mas marami, marami pa, di ba? So, na-trim na yon na-trim down na yun. Um, now, then, ito, marami kong kadalasan kong tinatanong sa aming mga guests dito, no? Tell us about your Filipinos. Uh, alam ko na sa introduction, you know, syempre, uh, we already already know you were born in the Philippines and um, and in the Longapul city. So, tell us more about your Filipino roots. So, um, last name is Adriatico, right? So, I actually was raised by a single mom, uh, and she uh-huh. was a teacher. And I think early on, I've learned the value and the importance of hard work. I think most of us Filipinos, we really do work hard. And I think a lot of the immigrants. And also, I've learned early on really the respect of other people, regardless of where you are, where you come from, your background, religion, doesn't matter where you come from. I think still from the get-go. And, you know, growing up, every day sometimes, we have new kid on the block on our dining table because our mom loves to adopt kids. Wow. So, so even when I was a kid, na nurture na sa akin yung community service. Because my mom, mm-hmm. my mom loves uh, putting kids to school. I mean, she just, she just loves education. And I think that's she's one thing. She's a teacher. Thing. Yeah. yeah, she's a teacher. And that's, I think, yung biggest, I think, what I've learned from her, right? So when people ask me, what is the, what really is the main thing that you will never forget about your mom? I always said three things. What I've learned about my mom is the three C's of life. Mm-hmm. Choice, change, and uh, choice, change, and yeah, you have to uh, take a chance. So, so choice, I, change, and chance. Yeah. So they said you have to take, you have to make a choice and take a chance or your life will never change. Hmm. So those are the three C's of life. Yun ang aking mantra that I followed every single step that I do in life. The three C's of life. So when you ask me coming to the U.S., what my background is, is because of the three C's of life. Mm-hmm. So I came here in a country with $20. So when people ask me, how is your life? And I said, my story begins with $20 in a dream. Because I came to this country with really nothing to show for. I came to California. My family isn't from California, right? But we're not, as most of the people that are starting their lives here, you have to stay with family members first because they're the one that's going to be there for you to support you, right? So I've stayed with my, with my family first when I first came here, my aunt, my uncles, and everybody, right? So because all my families are all here. I have sisters that live in, also at that time, they live in North Carolina, which is too far, mm-hmm. right? So I came, yeah. of course, with them. And then what I wanted to do is I've always been the type of person that loves challenges in life. So when I came to California, the first job that I've gotten in California is to work for as a CNA. So, yeah, what it, so can you tell us more about the you know CNA? You know, you help elderly people. 
right? So, so. Yeah, by uh, nurse aid, then yan, di ba? Parang nurse, aid, nurse aid. Parang nurse aid, yeah. Nurse so, aid. you know, I started with really from the bottom because my background is medical as well. Because, you know, as all of you all know, we're all in the medical field, right? Because, uh, you know, being in the Philippines, I wanted to be a doctor when I was growing up. Everybody wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> 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 That's why my background also my undergraduate yeah, biology, no. right? <laughs> so, uh, so I wanted to be a doctor, but I said, "This is not for me." Mm-hmm. So, kaya, no, when I got the job to in, in Arizona and, and and help a lot of uh, people uh, elderly, uh, I was able to really help facilitate with their medications, training them, and you know, the hardest part is really yung magpalit ng what do you call it, diapers. For the oh, earth. yes, yes. So I did that. I did that for a year. When I was Usually talking. they're very heavy and they're big yeah. and heavy, right? Yeah. But I realized, to be honest, is why there's so many of us Filipinos are nurses. You got to have the heart and the passion to do that job. For sure, yeah. Remember, most of us, in the U.S., Every, I think every family or so every person I have met would always tell me, oh, you're Filipino. Oh, I, I know a lot of nurses. My Filipino is a nurse. My, my this, my that. So I was like, they take care of my family, which made me actually, it, really, it feels good that all of us are part of their family. They became part of their family. Mm-hmm. So, which is really amazing. So that's how I started. And then at that time, you know, I have a son. You know, I came to the U.S. I left my son in the Philippines. And what is his name again? AJ Anthony Anthony Joseph. Hey AJ, hello. Hope you're watching. <laughs> actually, he just left. Actually, he was a uh, he was going to a friend's party for Halloween. I get on. Well, he'll watch the recorded for sure. I know. Right? <laughs> so, so when I came and when I came here, it really is about trying to have a different life because you know how our lives in the Philippines, right? The opportunity uh, we've always been, I think it's embedded to us that if you really want to make a change and you want to better yourself, you have to work abroad. That's always been our kind of, you know, instill some the goal of everyone. Uh, if you go abroad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But they don't understand how hard it is. Oh, yeah. It's just hard. I mean, coming to this country, because all of us here, everyone has to go to work. If you don't have a car, you don't have insurance, you don't have anywhere. Patay ka na. Oh, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> go anywhere. Right? So that really motivated me more. So, and then another aspect of it was, as you all know, I'm part of the GLBTQ community, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, the Filipinos in the Philippines. And I was so scared about coming out to my family my family didn't know at the time so about when did you know um actually when i moved to texas oh okay when i moved to texas i was so scared so when i came to texas is the idea for me is to get away from the family because i want to i'm trying to figure out myself i'm trying to figure out what will be the best way to do this and to learn more about myself mm-hmm. because being married and all with a kid right yeah and so i had to come out and i told my mom 
at that time and she was still alive. And it was, they didn't took it the way I was hoping for because, you know, mm -hmm. I, again, it's different because we're very conservative. Yeah. But one thing that I will, will never forget, this is before my mom's passing, right? Mm -hmm. I think it was two months before my mom's passing when I got an email from her and she told me on the email, I will love you for who, for, for what you are. Mm -hmm. And whatever makes you happy, do it. That's what she told me. Wow. So she emailed that to you. She emailed, that to, she emailed me that. Yeah, she mm. did. And really that gave me the motivation that I needed because I was just so scared, you know, being gay and being alone in a place yeah. like Texas, which is the most red state. Yeah. <laughs> which, yes. uh, yeah, but... You know, then I then my uh, then I work at the bank, right? So my first job here, and I first came to Texas, I was knocking on doors. I was selling, uh, I was selling stamps. You know those uh, electronic stamps that you like. Uh, you know that you go knocking doors and you have to sell them. So I, I was walking in the heat. So that's how you sell stamps then? Here, no, no, like here in Texas. When I mean that that time, right at that time, like so, you go knock at the door and you know, okay, Pipney Bowes machine. Mm. Oh, okay. So we were going on businesses and knocking and then offering oh, uh, okay. that machine because I work for an agency. And then, Wells Fargo came. I was interviewed in the bank. So at that time, and this is, it, it, I was interviewed by a TV station here in two thousand because of this story. And I think not, I don't think most of the Filipino knows about this story. So I was interviewed in the bank in business, right? So mm -hmm. I, I interviewed Amex, Film Life, and then Wells Fargo. This is before 9-11 happened. Okay. Right. So all the jobs that I was, uh, I was interviewed, all of them, my training will be in New York, except Wells Fargo. Okay. Amex so, and Philom, which is insurance company, all the trainings are in the tower. Supposed to be, or supposed to be there at that time, right? At that time. So, but I've always, always been a believer of prayer. Everything that I do, I pray so hard first and ask for signs. When the, that happened, I said, whatever job comes first and whatever job is offered, that will be the job that I will take. So Wells Fargo called me that morning at nine o'clock, followed by Amex and followed by Philom. The offer at that time was bigger in Amex and Philom. But I said, I made a commitment and I said, I promised that whoever calls the first, me, that will be the job for me. So mm -hmm. I took Wells Fargo. You know, my job at Wells Fargo at that time, my salary was only $27,000 a year. A year. And this was before the 9-11, right? 9 so, September. Yeah, so okay. I, I started my job there in August. Mm -hmm. August. So oh, okay. In, Very close to it. Oh, yeah. So Very I was close in, to it. Yes, yeah, so I was changing. And I saw that plane crash on the tower. Yeah. So I was watching because I like I love to watch news, right? 
So mm-hmm. I was watching Matt Lauer and his co-host at that time, and I saw this plane just crash behind mm-hmm. them, yeah. right? And I was like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. So I came to work at Wells Fargo. I was working at the at the Randalls, you know, because all the banks before, remember, they have this Randall stores, remember? Um, yes. Where, so Randalls, yeah. So, and then all these things happened with 9-11. And then mm-hmm. I told this story to someone that I said, my faith really saved me. Yes. Because most of the people at that time, that's on Amex, remember that Amex building and the film collapsed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So I told it to someone and that, that someone told a studio. And it was, uh, what's her name? She was African-American, very well-known. Deborah Duncan. Deborah Duncan. Mm-hmm. That's, the name the, that's the show. So Deborah's staff called me in and they said they were doing this show called The Power of Prayer. And they mm-hmm. wanted to interview me and invite me to the studio. Oh, okay. So they invited me and they asked me and they interviewed me about this situation. And that's why oh. they prayer. So from there on, I've always been, I've always been, everything that I do, I pray first. Yeah. yeah. So that was the, that was the. Yes, beginning. that is true. Your faith saves you, but also remember you listen. <laughs> yes, right. Because if you're hard headed, well, no, I'm going to yeah. New York. I think, yeah. no, I think the, 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 um, I think the moral lesson there is not all about the money. Because if I was really just for the money, I would have taken the best, the highest salary. Yeah. So actually, the decision, best decision you make is, you know, when you're not probably thinking about money, but you're thinking about maybe the future, what you really wanted in life. Yeah, and I know that, you know, you have that business. Um, blood within you because i know you have so many businesses and i'm really really excited to talk about your businesses because um you know as as a uh, as an immigrant is you know it's not really easy to to make it here and to thrive and to even maybe success succeed but um, it's not impossible, just like you. So uh, before we go on a break, a short break, let me ask you first, what is your uh, most uh, memorable experience as an immigrant? I know it's going to be a lot, but just, <laughs> it was one memorable I <laughs> experience. Think, I think it's starting from the bottom and working your way up. Because, you know, as I said to you, I work to assist in helping elderly, changing diapers, cleaning yeah. their asses, right? And then walking in the street in the heat, selling yeah. stamps. That's why I said my life story is $20 in a dream. Yeah. Because I have believed in the American dream, but it will not be given to you if you don't work hard and if you don't start somewhere. Wow. Yeah. Very, very inspiring. You know, when you're already at the bottom, there's no way you're going to go, you're going to fall down, right? There's only one way and that's up. All right. Let's pause for a short break and we'll return. Uh, So stick around. Thank you. Hi, my name is Marilyn Rogers. I am the auditor of the Philippine American Chamber of Commerce, Greater Houston area. Uh, Please watch the Biz Talk every second and fourth Thursday of the month. 
uh, via Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy Facebook page and the YouTube channel. See you all. Uh, welcome back. We're still here sa Usapang of the Record at gumaganda ng gumaganda ang ating usapan dito and I'm very excited. Thank you for sharing your very inspiring life, um, Nelvin. As a matter of fact, we have here uh, uh, know, uh, Shell Daseco um, on the live show here with us. Hi, Shell. Uh, she said, very inspirational story and now enjoying American dream. So she has a question. What is your advice to Filipinos having a hard time attaining the American dream? I've always just said you can't do this alone. I think we need to swallow our pride sometimes. We need to swallow because we all need help. If you do that, you'll never know who will be the receiving end that's going to open the door for you. It doesn't matter if you're a doctor in the Philippines. It doesn't matter if you're a lawyer in the Philippines. It doesn't matter what profession you're in from the Philippines. When you come here, you gotta swallow your pride. You gotta start somewhere. And that's what I did. But I did ask for help, right? You gotta have that motivation as well. Again, remember the three C's of life. Choice. Mm -hmm. Chance, change, 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 yeah. and change. That's the American dream. It will not be given to you, but you have to reach it out yourself. Yes. Well, that's a good thing about here in America because this is a lot of many opportunities. Yes. So um, I think it's just a matter of uh, you probably looking for that opportunities because if you're going to sleep on, uh, uh, you know, like probably just stay and wait passively <laughs> nothing's gonna happen but you're right nelvin i agree totally agree with you that you need to have um you need to ask help that is why it's very important to have a support group support here yes. support system whatever however you you find these people who's gonna provide you that support because yeah like Eileen, remember, you know me that I have done so many community service, right? In oh, yes. Business. And one thing that really for me is when I do community service and I try to reach out to a lot of people that may need help, like for our Adafa family where we do Christmas gift, right? Mm -hmm. A back school that we've been doing for 15 years, we give up backpacks. I know for a fact that there's a lot of Filipinos out there that needs help. That yeah. needs help, but they would not, and they would not want to be in line to get free school backpacks. Because that's what you're saying, um, pride. Exactly. You know, that's why I said, not gonna help you. That's not gonna help them. I mean, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. Twenty five dollars, twenty five dollars, right? When you buy that, and you have four kids that you have. To oh yes, that's a hundred bucks. That's hundred dollars. Yeah. Whatever it is that you can get help, that the, the nonprofit organization, um, the government, anything that you can ask for help, as long as though you don't abuse it, just you know, we I just can't. need to ask for help. And yeah. sometimes we get because when they help you, this is what I always tell people every time I do all my community service. Right now you're here, you're needing help. When you get better, when you're able. To, to provide help. for yourself mm -hmm. and to be well. 
it's time to pay forward and you do the same thing what you have received yes pass it on that's what they say. Yes, pay it forward. Yeah, and of course, like we, I just just mentioned earlier, it, this is a lot of many opportunities. So um, you can do something. Dito nga biglang ang daming mga businesses, di ba? If you can find a job, put a you know, a, yeah. <laughs> organize, put on a business, or you know, you can. You make your own opportunities. If you can't find them make that opportunities and that is why today also we're going to be talking about business because Let's nelvin has okay. so many businesses so of course uh nelvin might be yeah. it started uh, from somewhere from something so tell us about how you started a business your business how did you get into because you know you were saying about your experience oh. so I, I, earlier like you went to the bank you 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 were yeah. You you got into selling uh, stamps, and now you're owning you own many businesses. So just tell us, you know, shortly, yeah, yeah just so, short, quick. You know, how did you start becoming yeah. involved in business? One thing I'm grateful for is the what I've learned in banking. Wells Fargo gave me the opportunity at that time without any banking experience except sales, right? Because my back, I love sales, marketing, and sales, and at that time. I was actually interviewed by a panel of district managers. And what they did was they put a questionnaire in a fishbowl. In mm -hmm. the fishbowl, you have to pick. And you have to sell that product, whatever is in the fishbowl, to several district managers. And I sold a IT company to them. I had to make things up. I don't know anything about technology and IT, right? Yeah. But the most important thing is about selling. You got to have the confidence. So when I got into banking, I became a personal banker, right? I sell accounts. I sell yes. sold loans. Um, I, you know, I do customer service for people. And that's how it started. I've learned and met so many business people in my lifetime. The first and one of the most, I think, experience that I will never forget, and I'm talking about confidence here, right? Yeah. One of the senior VP in one of the Cooper House. Remember that CPA big firm uh, in yeah. downtown? Because we I, I was working at the, at the Volkswagen Plaza building. So this dude, this guy came in and wanting to apply for a, a home equity or a house or something. And, you know, okay. when I was in my 20s, I look so young. I, I look so really young, right? So you look like you're probably minor at that time if you're on the on your twenty. Like <laughs> so he yeah. came and sat down at my desk and said to me, "I was doing my work," and he said to me, "Are you sure you know what you're doing?" <laughs> yes. That's the first thing he said to me. You know how my response was? What, said, what did you say? I said to him, "Sir." I don't think I will be here sitting in front of you with a desk separating us if I don't know what I'm doing. I don't come to you to go to your office to tell you how to do your job. So please just sit there, relax, and I will let me do my job. That's what, that was my response. Uh, that's a and, good one. Yeah. And I actually got his trust because he said to me, no one has ever talked to him that way because he's a boss. <laughs> yeah. He, he talks that way to people, but now I'm... Probably. <laughs> so sometimes you got to push back. Yeah. 
And that's how I started learning. I've learned so many, I've learned and met and became friends with so many business people, right? I've learned how to do loans. I've learned and talked to people that are startup business. I've learned mm-hmm. how to start up a business. I've learned in different industries how their business works. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fast learner. So I actually, I just absorb and absorb things. So eight years ago, that's when I started. I was interviewed in 2022 or 23. There's a magazine called Legal Zoom. I don't know, Legal, uh, Legal, it's about lawyers. So mm-hmm. one of my clients, who is a law firm, owns that magazine. I've helped them. Okay. So they interviewed me, and I still have that article. They asked me, how, how do you see yourself 20, 25 years from now? My reply was, and this is, I was 24, 25, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. My, my reply was, I want to be a businessman and a public servant and become a politician. Oh, wow. You already map out your life. You already know where you're going. (laughs) At the age of 25? Okay. (laughs) I was really really surprised when I saw that article again. And I said, and I'm leaving the dream. And I'm leaving. There's your bucket list there, right there. (laughs) And when you asked me how I started doing it, and that's how I did eight years ago, I started my brokerage firm because I have helped and consulted so many businesses how to start a business. How it's like a business plan. I've read so many business plans. And that's why I actually got the idea of starting my own. Mm-hmm. And I love mm-hmm. real estate. So, yeah. So, I mean, um, vision, you're a visionary person, obviously. And of course, what separates you from all the other visionaries, um, you put it in action and yeah. you make it happen. It wasn't and easy. that is a good thing. No, never, never, never. Things like that's never is. The fact that you have your <laughs> your life map out at the age of 25, I don't know. <laughs> I probably around 35 or 40 people are still trying to, you know, determine what they want in life. But yeah, so business. So uh, because of what you're doing and you have an open mind, uh, you know, uh, you have an open mindset, which means that you're open to learning that everything can be learned, you know, and not saying no. So that gave you a lot more opportunity to learn. And now you're applying it. So now you're into, you have a business that also provides service to another business, right. which, yeah. you know, yeah. So that's why that's where the term business to business, you know, came up with. I mean, I don't know if you, you made up, it, probably not originated from you, but um, yeah, it's B2B. They call it the B2B. The, yeah, the B2B. So, yeah, and this is what actually we want to talk about also because uh, talking about creating opportunities. If you don't have, if you don't find an opportunity, go create yours. And this is the perfect opportunity for you to really, um, you know, um, plan your life and reach or make that American dream, you know, happen, right? So tell us what is B2B? How does it work? Yeah. So business to business, it's kind of like you and me right now. We're talking about it, right? You're a lawyer and I'm a Mm -hmm. consultant. So what I do, I network. I go to a lot of networking events and that's part of the community service. You got to understand in business, the people that you meet that's doing community service, most of them are business owners and most of them are decision makers and most of them 
have money because they will never do community service and volunteering their time if they have to work eight hours or even more or or even more right so that's how i actually able to meet so many business owners and business people in doing community service so when somebody comes to me they call me the business encyclopedia in a sense of because Nelvin may know someone. Okay. <laughs> right? So you're, like, in, you're the go-to person for whatever reason, right? Yeah. But it, it took a while to earn that, right? Of course. Because people need to trust you to be able to ask you so you can recommend people that's in your circle. Yes. I am very cautious on who the people I surround myself with. I can Thank only you. probably have name friends that I can call friends in my fingers. I have a lot of acquaintances, as you know. Yes. I have few friends that I can really call friends that I can just call in in one dial. And then when they call me and I will answer that call because I know that they need me or I will need them for something. And you saw that last night when we did the premiere. I know. <laughs> yeah, when we did the movie. But I'm optimistic. I'm yeah. actually looking forward to when it's going to be, right? <laughs> so the business-to-business concept is really helping businesses to prosper by helping other businesses. It's, it's the same way of you have to give in order to receive, right? Yes. So you, you're familiar with the organization called BNI, right? Business Networking, right? Mm-hmm. So they help each businesses. You have to have in your life, I've always believed this, you need to have in your life a banker, a CPA, a lawyer, (laughs) consultant, an insurance guy. An insurance guy, yes. (laughs) These are the five professions that you're going to need as a business owner. If you have a business, you're Right. right. And even though you're working for someone else, Eventually, you're going to want to have because you have to think like a business owner, even if you're working for someone else. This is the misconception a lot of times of people. If you don't care for the business owner that you work for because you just think that you're getting salary, then that job is going to be temporary. Yep. You got to think as a business owner as well yourself, even you work for someone else. Because that shows that you care. Because being a business owner takes a lot of guts, a lot of courage, and a lot of money to maintain. A lot of risk. You know, a lot of risk taking there. <laughs> a lot of risk. So that is why it's, but you have to also treat as an employee or employer. As a boss, you need to treat your employee the right way as well. That is right. Yeah. You cannot be saying to them, I'm the boss. You got to follow me. No. You are actually servicing them. You are the slave. Like, you know, I'm a broker, right? So I have a lot of agents in my office. I always tell them, I am not your, you, you don't work for me. I work for you. For you. Yeah. That's what I always tell them. My clients, I work for them. If you have that mindset, I'm telling you, you're going to build and develop a very solid clientele 
that's always going to be there for you. That's going to help you and guide you and refer your business. And you don't have to work as hard as you need to do, as you need to be. Did you hear that? You don't have to work as hard as you need to. Yeah. Well, well, those are really very impactful and very useful, you know, um, wisdom that you sh you're sharing for free right now as a consultant, <laughs> right? We're getting it all for free. And of course, um, business to business, and I know you have a lot of business. I saw some slides shown uh, a while ago. Can we just put on that slide and let's uh, talk about that? I want to know more about it. Yeah, there, that that one. This is your, uh, is it like a group of company that you own? This is my consulting group. So everybody actually that I consult is through Adriatic Investment Group. So this is where com a, a company or someone comes to me and said, hey, Nelvin, I, I have this property. What can I do with this property? So I put, I develop projects together. Like I do uh, commercial property, for example. So we build shopping centers, we build a, a, a gas station, and we build a, a, we do a lot of build out um, uh, for a project. So I, I hire architect, I hire uh, engineer. So we put a group of people together to put a certain concept in the project. Um, some of these pictures, like for example, the Century Properties, I don't know if you all know, I'm actually the ex it's one of the exclusive broker for Texas for Century Properties in the Philippines. Remember yeah. can, we, can we go back to the previous slide so we can yeah, see? Yeah, okay. So these yeah. are my team. They are mm -hmm. from the Philippines. So what we do is we promote all the uh, the condos or any construction that was done by Century Properties in the Philippines. And I sell them here in Texas. So most of our agents, those, pe those agents, those people are from the Philippines. So they travel and they were assigned here. They travel to different parts of the country. And when they are here in Texas, I actually host them, I entertain them, and I give them all the, the contacts to connect with people. Who do we present it to? That people that want to invest in the Philippines. But so they're based in the Philippines, right? Well, they're based in the so Philippines. So they just they just travel here for business yeah, purposes. Two months, three months, and they and we create a kind of group of people together to invite them and present the project that's happening in the Philippines. Was there any uh point in time that one of them or maybe some of them you know ask that oh you know what why don't we just do it here let's stay here and no don't go back because <laughs> it's more interesting to work here well, was there ever a chance that you know well, that yeah some of them actually one of them jo joy macopia uh, is actually the lady at the bottom on the left side of your screen uh right okay. side of the screen uh the way we're wearing black jacket um, okay. I'm hoping that she would soon be coming here and hopefully we'll stay here for good and get married. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So you're going to bring her from the Philippines to no, here? No, no, yeah, no. Right. She's, uh, she's actually going to be back and forth, back and forth. So I okay. think she met someone. She met a special someone. So oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, that one, uh, that that triggers there the immigration part of the right, business yeah, right yeah, but we'll talk a little bit yeah, yeah, more yeah. about that later so, yeah. Uh, yeah she uh so she she comes here all the time and of course when you go to a travel different places you, you, there will be a chance that you'll be meeting someone as That's long good. as you're open to it some people yes. are not yeah, so, you're, gonna you know, be, you're gonna be loving your life you're gonna yeah you're gonna have a love life somewhere <laughs> yeah. especially yeah, them, they travel so much Oh, wow. Well, traveling is learning. I, I love traveling. And this is actually one of the, the, that is actually one of the properties that one of my client doctors that I've helped him 
uh, I'm managing the property now because we do provide property management as well. Oh, property, yes, yes, right? yes. So we manage this property. And this one is actually is a new project that we're going to be, uh, as, as I mentioned before, we do construction and development. So we put this project together and we're going to be building 60 townhomes in Cyprus. Wow. Yeah. That's so these interesting. Are the plans. That's the architect. And those are the investors and my clients. And this is your, this is core realty? And yeah. Core, that was, remember, I changed the core realty to Adriatico and Associates now. Oh, okay. So that was, okay. I was wondering about that. So now it's an Adriatico Associates. Okay. Yeah, core was a DBA. So I changed it to Adriatico and Associates. Okay. Okay. Now that is clear. So this one is coming soon. Is this the one you're talking about? Or is it, yeah. Different projects. So we're building this now. We're doing the interior now. I'm selling this for a million dollar, two of them. So if you want to buy a house in Midtown, so we're building this one. How much is it again? <laughs> 1.2 million each. Okay. Uh, how, how big is the... 3,400 square foot. Okay. At yeah, least I'll have an idea, right? Yeah, it's a big old midtown. Yeah. And this one? Uh, oh, is this solar? Is a, yeah. Yes. This is a future, future project. Uh, we actually met. Uh, they gave us a tour. Because this is part of what I was hoping for to accomplish when you mentioned that I'm trying to expand in the entertainment and media right yeah so this actually we're hoping we're hoping keeping your fingers crossed because this is a mm -hmm. multi-million dollar project so uh we're trying to uh be able to provide a, a hub for communication where you know where um, you do satellite and air certain uh you know sta uh, stations or maybe data center or um something that requires a satellite businesses so yeah wow very interesting well um and you know we said that nelvin is not just business person business-minded person but also he does a lot of civic and community service and we want to know more about that when we come back after this very short break so stay with us hi we are so pleased to be with you thank you for being with us we want to invite you to be a uh, part of the diffusion latina Portal de Fe. We are the Spanish Ministry of Roof Chamber Radio, and we are so blessed to be with uh, these guys all around the world. Please be with us on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, we would love very much uh, to know how God is blessing you, and please come along and support us. God bless you, and see you then. And we're back. Dito pa rin tayo sa usapang off the record. And we still have here Nelvin Adriatico. Nelvin, yes, so yeah. let's talk about what I know. We want to know more about what you're doing in the community because I know this is November. This is November is coming up so fast. But before we get into that, um, tell us. Aside from the one that I already mentioned, let's probably just talk a little bit about those uh, activities of yours that are limitless. <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's a there's this one. I think you have mentioned about this earlier. I me I mentioned about this earlier. Yeah, tell us about the yes. chit chat again. And, and there's a new one, right? Yeah. So this is actually uh, one of the shows. Where they're good friends of mine. Actually, we're really really good friends. Uh, of course, you know Entang, Cheryl. Yes. Uh, Enteng is actually a theater actor, and of course, you know Cheryl. Cheryl is uh, the correspondent for uh, Balitang America, um, ABS, 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 yeah. TFC channel now. 
And of course, you know, the actress, the singer from One in a Million, um, you know, uh, Shireen Reyes. Yes. So they're my co-hosts, actually, for the show called Chit Chat, which we actually had three seasons. We own, we won four telly awards. Yes. And I think I saw those um, telly trophies yeah. there in your office. Yeah. And, and uh, so, so there's a new one. Yeah. Uh, TikTok, actually. I'm, coming, I'm trying, you know, I love to create concept, right? So TikTok, was, was TikTok your idea? Like, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I wanted to create a show that will talk about real people, real state, and real events that's happening in our community. Ooh, so I like that. I, I'm still trying to get um, probably audition my co-host. And maybe you'll audition for my, as my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you may not pass, <laughs> but we're friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so do you have time frame for that? Like, when is it going to happen? Or is so it's still in the works. So we're trying to figure that out. So okay. it's been in the works. And of course, and this you, one. Well, as, as you know, um, I'm actually became the chair, co-chair of the mayor's advisory. Yes. For the New Americans, office of the New Americans, where we do, uh, you know, every every immigrants that are coming to the country from refugees and immigrants that's coming to this country that we need to welcome them. We're a welcoming city, welcoming, you know, uh, county, right? And yeah. we're the most diverse county, right? Oh, yeah. Houston, Houston and uh, Fort Bend. So so this is, uh, you know, that's my, co- my co-chair over there. I was actually, before the mayor uh, got elected, he told me that he's going to appoint me as one of the... Uh, so committee. it was uh, Mayor um, so Turner? Yes. Okay, yeah. So that's why I got appointed to be uh, uh, the co-chair for the Office of the Blue America. So who's the chair now? Is it still existing? Um, um, it's still existing. I just don't know who the current chair now is. Okay, I see, I see. And this uh, one, you mentioned about this oh one. Adopt yeah, family. this is one of the, I think, uh, aside from the back to school, this is one of the most memorable events that I do every year. Um, you know, we had to do it with COVID. When we did it during COVID, we had to do it uh, really slowly and with people with masks. But... Adapt Family is a program with La Rosa Family Services that I was a chairman of the board that caters to domestic violence. So most of the kids okay. here and the parents or the families are victims of domestic violence. So what okay. we do, we put, a, uh, we put families together, we interview them, and we match them with companies. So on the day of the event, and I usually try to do it on my birthday week. Birthday week is my birthday, December 8th. December eighth. Uh, yeah, it's my birthday. That's my mom's birthday too. Oh, wow, so wow. I will never forget your birthday. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> so what we do is we match them, and at the day of, we open the gifts. So we actually have a wish list of these families. So we bring all the gifts. So the families, like the companies that adopt them, they bring all the wish lists that they have, and then so I do a countdown, and we open the gift all at the same time. So you, you said companies, so it's more so of like business. Okay. Business, yeah. So all the businesses that we know, we actually send them the list of the families and their pictures. So my husband and I and my dad, my, 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 my old dad, my, you know. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, but uh, we normally adopt three families every year. And wow. yeah, so these are the families that we've adopted, adopted for the company as well. Oh, that's very interesting. We should uh, let the mo- most of the community, you know, that this one exists and that they can do something and make somebody happy. Uh, oh, yeah. It's amazing. Christmas, right. Yeah. And this one is the yes. one that you're talking about. Uh, every year for the past 15 years now, we've been doing this. Actually, my son grew up in this event. <laughs> so when he first came here. The back to school. Uh-huh. Back to school. 
So we help thousands of kids and families, and we actually give out five to ten thousand backpacks year every year after year to help these families that are needing help for especially for schools. So we. So do you collaborate with other organizations, organizations in the community? Yeah so, yeah. so we have corporate and non-profit organizations. So it was actually through um, again um, the the. I was the chairman of the board of an organization that we actually shut down already that caters to domestic violence. And now I had Alliance now to, to take over because, you know, I was a former chairman of the board of the Alliance that caters to immigrants and refugees. So this is yeah. now a big project for the Alliance organization. So yeah. we do this. We just finished one last, uh, this is August because we do it every August. Oh, so, yeah, before the start of the school year, of course. Yes. Yeah, actually, I'm just interested in this one because we're planning to start something like this next year and collaborate with other organizations in the community. So well, we had the chamber. Can... Yeah, before, when I was starting this, I had the chamber one of the, or was one of the sponsors for this. Oh, yeah, well, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, yeah, we, and then, then you mentioned domestic violence. I don't know how, uh, did you have, like, how did you get involved with this um, um, uh mission or domestic advocacy abuse. domestic abuse has always been it's always been because you know it's never been taught in the philippines it's very taboo it's like a culture thing yeah it's a cultural thing for the asian community and i just want to really create awareness that this is really happening and we need to help these people to get away because a lot of times it's also mental, right? The mental state of the people that they're being, you know, by being controlled, right? And I think by doing this type of program, the organizations, you can just eliminate, not eliminate, but at least take away some of the pressure and the stress in their oh, mind. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a big thing because I know, and I can tell because I work with, uh, I volunteered in a shelter, you know, yeah. uh, where we help empower right. uh, victims of uh, domestic violence. That's why I'm like, okay, this is another way of helping them. That's why I was like interested. And this one, very happy pictures. What yeah, was it? No, what I are was, you celebrating here? Well, I was actually in California because I'm part of the AAPI community. So APA, uh -huh. APA is uh, one organization that I'm part of. So every year, all the top leaders of different organizations, elected officials, and people that are running for office, they usually have this um, like a, a, a yearly event where we train and leadership training for Asian Oh, that's leaders. good. Wow. We, empower, we try to empower Asian American leaders to become leaders. So yeah. that's what I'm So for the, yeah, for the people out there, especially Filipinos who are planning to right. immigrate to the United States, see, you can get help. And, <laughs> you know, you need to find people who can really provide you uh, help and support. And I know you have a lot more here and I wish we have a lot more time, but, you know, like I said, you have a, you're doing a lot of things for the community yourself. And the last thing that, you know, probably I'd like to, uh, ask you is I know we said November, right? Right. So what's happening this November and well, how is Nelvin involved in this November yeah. thing? Well, <laughs> it's gonna be short plug, but you know as you all know that I will hope hoping to create and make the history as the first Filipino American ever elected to the state of uh, in Austin for Texas. And I am in the ballot in November 8th. Um, so I'm running for state representative for District 28th, which comprises of Richmond, Rosenberg, Sinkoranch, Fulshare, and Sugarland. 
So I'm encouraging and asking you all, all our Filipino communities to please come out and vote because I need your help. I cannot do this alone. We keep asking for representation, but we need the only way for us to get one is to really get it. We have to be part of it. We have to be engaged. We have to participate. And the only way for us to participate, we come in this country now, our lives are here. We are given the right to vote. And that's the most powerful thing that you could be part of to change the landscape of the community, right? And electing our representation, electing someone like us, Asian American, Filipino, that will put us first. So we're not always in the sideline. So I would like to ask you all again, please come out and vote. Please support my campaign. Check my website, nelvinfortexas.com. So you'll see my platform. And so hopefully say that again, Nelvin for Texas or Texas.com. Dot com. Okay, yes. let's see if you can show that one on the screen. So I hope you guys can come in out, come out and vote and help us create a, so we can have victory. And I'm hoping November 8th we will make victories and we will celebrate the first ever Filipino Asian American ever in Texas and to the state legislation. And so everyone, this is a time that you exercise your right. We all have equal rights and that and, and this is what democracy is. You vote, get out and vote, and of course make an intelligible decision when you vote. You know, know who are you voting for. And also that word that I think this is where your CCC will come in, right? Choice. Chance. Chance. Change. change. To make it all happen, you got to have to do something. Don't wait. Don't be a passive, what do what you call that, a person. If you want to change, you got to have to do something. Wow, Nelvin, um, I really wanted to know more about what you know what you do, but I know we have a lot of time later on. Um, but right now, uh, do you have any last message? Not necessarily just from people in Texas, but Filipinos who are listening to us right now. I would like to welcome you all, all the people, people that are coming here, new here in the country, new here in Texas. You have Eileen, you have me. If you need help, please reach out to us because we need, we are a community. We got to help each other at the end of the day, right? You are a countryman. So we know money is an island. Please, uh, whatever we can do to help, we're here for you. Wow, thank you, Nelvin. Um, I really, really appreciate your time here and thank you for sharing your life story, your inspirational story that started with $20. Maybe somebody started with a $100 bill, but you know, it's a story that matters and what did you do about that after? So uh, thank you so much, Nelvin. Um, it's time, I can't believe it. <laughs> um, so maybe next time, yeah. after the November, you know, Maybe I can invite you again to my show. Yeah, uh, to this of the record. Yeah, Thank you, Nelvin. Yeah. I'll see you again. Okay. Bye bye. All right, bye bye. Hayan, Thank you, salahat ng mga nanood at nakasama natin dito, nakinig sa usapang of the record to the president of Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy Fendi Villasin. Salamat. And sa ating uh, and kay Mari Kaimo then ang uh, Mari Kaimo is the executive. Uh, Director of uh, uh, Roof Chamber uh, Media Corporation. Yes. Maraming salamat sa inyo. Ang usapang of the record is brought to you by Roof Chamber Radio Pinoy and Legal Decent Law Firm, PC. Um, 
Ano pa nga bang pwede kong sabihin ngayon? I'll see y'all all next week sa Friday again sa isa na namang Usapang Off The Record. This is Eileen. Have a great weekend, everyone. Make it worth it. Bye!